You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, I'm your host TK, we hope you've enjoyed all the team previews, which we wrapped up this week with Manly and the Titans, but now we're up to the fun stuff, let's welcome in Annie, g'day Annie. How you going TK? Mate, we're finally here, we've got two weeks of trials and this is pretty much going to open up a fantasy team soon. It feels like it was only a couple of weeks ago, we were just having our um, our formal presentation of all the awards mm. <laughs> for the end of the season. We had a quick pre-season. Oh, right? I feel like we just sort of slept a couple of nights and then he were back again doing pre-season trials. We're talking about 10th of February. So, like, first game with Penrith and Manly. So, we've got two weeks of this, one week off, and then we rip straight in, man. Do you think – I feel like COVID and everything just sort of brought that, that break just so quickly. Like, I feel like it was just that quick, but you know what? Now that everything's sort of stable, we've done all our little podcasts, I'm back, baby. I'm all in. Mate. <laughs> Let's go. I think it's timing too because I went to work for the first time in the office yesterday. Ah, congrats. And like, congrats. yeah, I know. <laughs> it felt good, but it felt like an actual day did, of work. Did you dress up? Just suit up? You probably noticed I probably wasn't in on the chat much. I wasn't <laughs> yeah, on NRL Fantasy rare. Tour. Usually, guys, usually this is we wake up. And People actually watch me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. TK's just straight into it all day, every day. But yeah, it was actually pretty, that was quite pretty quiet today. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll look at the trials today. Before we do that, thanks for everyone leaving Apple reviews and Spotify reviews. Spotify actually has this new review system, which only takes about two seconds actually to do. So just go over to our Spotify page, which you're actually listening to right now, and you can just leave a five-star review. It's pretty cool. All right, Talking League Cup, the podcast, sorry, the Talking League Podcast Cup is out now. League code is DVRFR5TJ, which is also in the show notes. It's an open overall league. We have a beautiful fantasy ring courtesy of the Supercoach Champions. So head over to supercoachchampions.com. Their full range of rings from NL Fantasy, Supercoach, AFL and BBL. Looks nice, but Andy. It does. It looks very shiny. Uh, I'll be keen. Sorry, guys. Like I'm probably going to win that this year, but you know I might donate it anyway to second place. You're pretty close to proposing to your missus. You should use that, mate. How nice! <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Get a surprise. Could That's best imagine? of both worlds. Like, it's bigger than it's bigger than a normal ring you'd get. I say, babe, this is pretty much like a diamond. So come massive. On. I love you, but to give an NRL fantasy ring. Well, think up. about it. Like, do think about how much that means to me. Exactly. And then to give that up to her, she should be loving it. Yeah. You know, Hey, Bridget, it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Definite yes. All right, Andy, we've got eight games to cover. It seems that some of the coaches took it more seriously a little bit than the others, mate. <sighs> yeah, it, that's what it is. It's trial. And it's only game one trial. Like, maybe the, the game three, three? Yeah. yeah. We might see a little bit more consistency, but this is a bit of a laugh sometimes. Yeah, we'll be covering it over the weekend. Us and Corbs and the Kiwi boys as well. So look up for our updates. We'll do a few written ones over the Facebook page. And then I think we'll get together probably like a, maybe after, maybe Sunday night or Monday just to review. We'll do a big podcast just kind of with our thoughts, right? Yeah. Look, like you said, it's something to look forward to. Do your own research as well. But 
Ah, this is exciting because all those all those predictions we had in the past. Oh, this player could be good. This is where it comes to light, you know. <laughs> Big time. Now let's rip through six p.m. Uh, Leichhardt Oval is going to be hosting a doubleheader: Sydney Roosters versus Canberra Raiders. Now the Roosters pretty low in terms of NRL stars, but the Raiders really looking forward to seeing Savage and Jared Croker. Hopefully, I spoke to Croaks today. We're going to have a chat early next week, but he's pretty pumped about coming back. But, Andy, we'll stick with the Roosters. Anything kind of tickling your fancy this week? Uh, look, the only one I can see is I've, I've, there was a few comments um, floating around the socials about Kevin Naguama possibly getting a chance. But mm. if you look at the Roosters' side, you don't see one star that was as a starter. So the fact that he's in this team, it's probably not a good sign that... He's probably um, in the B team, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'd say. So this is definitely their B team. But um, him, there's a bloke who's also in social now Fuhu White. Yeah. Uh, he had a lot of raps yep. on. So he's playing on the edge there. So Fitz gave him a good rap last year. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because look, like I said, there was a lot of injuries last year where a lot of young guns, young guns got uh, their steps. So all the Butcher Brothers and uh, – Egan? Yeah, Butcher Brothers. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll get a run. But look, it's be good to see you put in the Black Book for next year. Yeah, the only thing I could – get a narrative for for Naguama <laughs> was the fact that when he was over in St. Helens for the last two years, he only played centre. So mm. I'm thinking that maybe because they've got a bit of a shortage, maybe Suwali is going to be maybe late to round one. Do they maybe need to make him play on the wing or something like that? Is Billy Smith there? Nah, Billy Smith's not there. Ah, okay. Not at all. So, so yeah. But yeah, I reckon you're right. I reckon he's in the second team, but that's the only narrative I could pretty much come up. I was interested to see Lachlan Lamb at fullback. Never seen him play at fullback. But yeah, look, he, does, he is pretty zippy, but... Look, when you've got Teddy there and Manu is a yeah. backup, he's not going to play there in um, full season. But, hey, we'll see how he goes. Yeah, and then Adam Kieran. He, he, he's not bad at the end of last season. He filled in quite nicely. I think he would probably get a – he's a very good utility, so he's probably in the mix for that kind of 14 role. Yep. And apart from that, Hutch out number six, which was interesting. And probably the last one was Ben Marshke jumping uh, – Joey Lussick, sorry – yeah, back up, which yeah, will be interesting because it, it's interesting. Is out, right? Yeah, round so. one. So, is it Marsky that plays? Is it Watson that goes there? It's, it's yeah. It's sort of if he look, he played done a good job last year. He's a hooker. Like it's not that hard. Mm. Actually, I say that I don't know. I've got no idea. But yeah, <laughs> you tackle. You have a bit of uh, a run on the ball, but. It could be one to look at. If he gets good minutes, maybe looking to see how he goes. Yeah, the Raiders look a lot more stronger. I'm really, mm. really looking forward to Actually, Jamal Fogarty did an interview on one of the breakfast radios yesterday, and he said Adam Elliott was trading on his edge, which is quite interesting, which means a right edge. So that either means that maybe he might sap some minutes from one of the boys. Well, all that Ricky's done is he's gone, if you had any sort of uh, security, if you're going to pick CHN or Hudson, just throw it out the bin. I just think <laughs> yeah, you've got, got Elliot yeah. on the edge as well. Like, come on, he, he hates he hates it. He just loves playing with our fancy predictions. Yeah, Xavier Savage. Good to see him get a run. You know, yeah. coming back from injury, so he gets not really first crack. This is really the B team. So, but it's good to see him get a run. Chn is sorry. Ck Cnk is on the bench, but I think that's just more of getting a squad out there. I think he'll probably come on. Maybe he does come on at center. Who knows. Well, it'd be interesting. Like, like I said, if, if Savage is – you can imagine they're going to have like a 50-50 sort of split. Savage might play there at the start. If he plays, if he kills it, how can you put him out? Mm. Another one I'm keen on seeing is Hopawati. Yeah. He went there, was it last year? He had he's, a couple of injuries. Like Hopawati's been like the next big thing for like yeah. the last eight years. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was at Manly, then uh, – who was it? Some of Ruben Gallagher's filling in. Yeah. Uh, went to went to Raiders and it gets because he gets injured. Savage gets in and loses his spot. So it'd be interesting. He might put it. Might get a centre spot or something. I'm not too sure. Yeah, he's on the wing this week. Semi Valley is in the centres, but Brad Schneider is also a name. He's a young halfback. Schneider. 
that's coming through that's got a lot of raps. And I think, realistically, I think that the mids, when you got Horsborough, Emre Goula, and Sutton, they're probably running second string, but you probably see two or three of those on the bench, right? So I think there's a little bit of, you know, there is definitely something to play for. And the other guy that you want to really look for is Trey Mooney, the number 12. He's huge. So I did hear about him yeah. uh, as an up-and-coming rookie. So. so really looking forward to seeing him play. Peter Holler, he moves over from the Cowboys. He's hit the bench. So be interesting. He's another big boy. So There's some good depth there, isn't there? Yeah, I, like, I like, actually like the team that Ricky Stewart's named for a first one when you think it's kind of half first string. And the, he's probably saying to the guys, like, there is still two or three spots on the bench. Not every Go spot get it. Is, huh? is up for grabs. Yeah, right? I like it. All right, the second game is a lot more competitive, Andy. I'm really looking forward to seeing this one more. It's the West Tigers and Manly. So West Tigers, they're pretty much full strength, really. The only guys that are missing, Dane Laurie and then Adam Dewey because he's got his ACL. Jackson Hastings has got a bit of a complaint as well. But apart from that, you know, we already know Sean Bloor's out and the other guy would be Garner so, and Ken Mamalo. So they've got about, what, six players out. Named a pretty strong team. Mm. Manly, on the other hand, like they're the same. I had no idea they were going to name Turbo and DCE, especially considering they don't have a lot of depth in that spot. Well, that's their problem, I think, the depth. Maybe they're just trying to get some runs or runs on the legs or doing mm. something, get a bit of uh, match fitness beforehand. But with that with that uh, Tigers team, there's one little position that excites you a little bit more Ooh, than the rest. We'll talk about that. Before I get to that, <laughs> is while it's on my mind, you know during the week we spoke about momentum for Manly? Yep. Do you think Des might be scared that he lost a little bit of momentum in the semis and wants to kind of – get them running really quickly, especially before the Penrith game. Yeah, interesting. I think – I just think um, from my sort of assessment, you're seeing how Tommy Turbo come back with the hamstring injury, and it was more or less like they wanted to put, give him more, like the more miles you get in your legs, the better it's going to be. I'm thinking maybe they're going to run that sort of thing and warm it into the season instead of just going straight away, bang, you're playing first – uh, season with no no sort of miles on your legs, mm-hmm. maybe sort of bring that into it, or or it could be just to sort of give these these younguns a bit of a run with some quality players, so they actually get a bit more skill behind them instead of just playing with a whole B grade side. Yeah, now James Roberts, he's pretty much killed <laughs> what forty percent of fantasy coaches. Yeah, William, William Key, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Whatever his name was, Key, I think he's gone. But yeah, I'm really excited about Tyron Peachy at lock, and I'm glad he's. You know, pull that trigger, and I hope He's it's not starting just starting there too. Yeah. Well, they need to do something. You can't just put Twyla in there who has no attacking flair. He's a ta- he's a tackling machine. Yeah, you know, miss efficiency mm. with his defense, but it's just a perfect no team to actually flair. do it right because you think about how big Stefano is, the work rate of Alex Twyla, and then James Tamau obviously has got the experience plus the size. If you're going to run a like a smaller lock like Peachy, it's going to be around those three t- tall timbers, right? Well, it doesn't does it excite you? So like. I think Tigers could have a really good start to the season. Mm. You've got so many question marks that the other team can't really do too much sort of uh, research on. You've got a new half in Jackson Hastings. You've got Peachy at 13. He's all playing a lot. They're not just going to be the defending team. So I'd say if... It could be some good fancy points up for grabs. Yeah, I think so as well. So Peachy at lock, he's got a 48 average last year at lock, and he only did it in 58 minutes. So he can get points and get it fast. And, you know, we said before, 12s dropped back to the bench. I think that's that's a killer. Especially We've got our draft this week, Andy. That's, yep. that's a massive killer. I know a fair few boys be listening going, ooh. Because he used to clock up, what, 60 minutes, he right? w- Yeah, he was oh, – mate, some days he played 70, 80, depending on how how um, how much uh, he's having a well, mind. the interchange, like the right? Yeah, Who's on the interchange? So, yeah, I think he's a killer. He could uh, go back to 50, maybe. 
Well, he, I think 50 minutes, but yeah, I'd say he's probably a, a minor pick now. Like he'll go real late in draft, which yeah. is good. Look, if you are listening to this, don't pick him up early because there's a lot of question marks on his on his minutes. Yeah, Oliver Gildart, he debuts. That'd be interesting to see. The other guy we're looking at, Kelmar Tulaga, who starts on the edge, got a few minutes last year at the end of the season. Impressed a little bit. I know that Madge McGuire has a huge... Use rap on him, and then I haven't heard of this Logan Dillon at fullback, so it'd be interesting just to watch him play. And then they've got a young rugby convert; he's nineteen years old, Junior Tupo. Tupo, sorry. So have a look for him. They've got big raps on him as well. Well, with the um, injury to Law, that's that edge spot is up for grabs. You know, Luke mm. Garner was in and out of the side, so he's not even in the team. Maybe he's got a niggly. I don't know. If he excels, could be a very, really cheap edge. Yeah, absolutely. Now, rolling out to Manly, as we've mentioned, the big guns, Turbo and DCE, they said it looks like they're playing the first half because they've got an A and B team. But, Andy, a few different ones. You know, Ethan Bullimore, he's going to be starting on an edge, man. That's interesting, and it's very, very juicy because yeah. everyone's had the prediction of Andrew Davey, nowhere to be seen, by the way, on this. You'd think yeah. he'd have a run, but he could be underdone from his ACL injury. Yeah. Uh, or Carl Lawton going to the edge, but... He's actually at the nine, and Bullimore on the edge. If I think it's an edge, was he? How was his minutes at Broncos? Was not, he sort not of, great? He 20, shade, Twenty to twenty-five minutes. He's fast, guy. man, for a tall guy. So he could, he could be like a, a short impact sort of edge player. Maybe I reckon he could probably play big minutes on the edge. Could have a rotating role with Luke Garner. You well, know. I reckon it's a great. It's a great little look. See, he could be like a little cheapy because he is cheap. And look, even if he does play on the bench, he might. I think he's average at like. Low 30s, yeah. something like that. So you can, we might be able to push that. Sean Kepi starts at lock. I know he has some good numbers at lock as well. <laughs> you had him in draft. So, <laughs> I did. That was just the narrative I was trying to create in my own head. Now, Ben Turbo, he starts in the number four jersey. We've got we've got Morgan Harper, okay, Lionel Richie not playing this week. So he'll sure. get a bit of a crack. Surely he's, he's your chance, surely. Like you said, you've got Morgan. You've got all the brothers to play. The more yeah. brothers, the yeah. better. Lionel Richie, you've got Hank Scorpio, who are... We, we've said it before, uh, they're not out-and-out centres, but I don't think they're the best. Ben Turbo has a great game at centre, impresses. Then you got, the, is this the first time the three brothers will actually play in the same team? Uh, Jake's not playing. No, no I'm saying if, if he play, does. Oh, they, they played play one, one game, year, yeah. didn't they? Remember yeah. he, his brother passed in the yeah, ball yeah, and right, got taken yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, a lot of people were burning that one. Definitely. The young Cooler, who I mentioned in the podcast, Ooh, yeah. he's in the second team at fullback, so... Saw Ooh, a few clips of him running around the whole team. He's fast, man. Is that 50-50, hey? So it'll be first half and then second half. Yep. And then the other one, Pedigree, Zach Fulton, the grandson of Bob Fulton. He'll be in the second team as well. So. We mentioned him earlier before the pod. It's literally like this is the, the trial round of, for relatives. Oh, big time. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just wait, till, <laughs> just wait till this next game, all right? <laughs> Melbourne Storm versus the Warriors at Casey Fields in Melbourne. Now, we talk about Pedigree. <laughs> the Storm. The Storm have got Rod, uh, sorry, Tyron Wishart, son of Rod. We've got Cole Guy, the son of Matt. We've got Bronson Garlic, the son of Sean. We've got Cooper Johns, the son of Matt. And we've got Jonah Pezzett, the son of Troy. So five NRL players from the start. But interesting time. I actually saw this. They've actually put the Storm 1-17 to 17 now, not just the squad. And oh, okay. Cheesy's the only one starting. Harry Grant and Munster on the interchange. And Cheesy starting at lock. Your boy Nick Meaney starting at fullback. Wishart starting at nine. And Nick Arima on the bench. Ah, uh, That's Corby's boy. He ain't my boy. Oh, he's not your boy. <laughs> nah, nah. You, mate, you've been riding him in draft for about eight years. Mate. In draft, he's all right for a couple of good points because he's playing on the board. Obviously, he went all right because he kicked as well. But yeah, I don't think he'll get the spot. Mate, Jack Howarth, he's not even starting in the second row. He's actually starting in the centres. Right. 
So maybe they're thinking maybe his size and speed will be something out there. Uh, He'll be behind Olam and also Remus Smith, but he could be next rank up. Again, it is it is trials, so you sort of can't, can't read too much into it. But when you when you got Mania at fullback, oh, he ain't going to take pup spot, is he? Nah, definitely not. Now Josh King, he starts in the front row, and also New Zealand rugby convert William Warwick. He's another one to watch. He's in the centres. And Xavier Coates, mate, he's making his debut. That's the one I'd be interested to see as well. So my, my key ones is Coates, um, see how jo- minutes for Josh King, and see if Jaden Nicarima gets a run. I want to see if Munster is also skinny now. Like, with, no with dream. No, no piss. Nothing. Honestly, I'm so curious to see well, how he What plays. would you do with your time? You have to train more, right? Well, you just have to focus on footy. You know, like... yeah. This is probably one of the matches he, he, that are around. He might become the new Dez where he just, everyone just talks football. Maybe, man. Like, the Warriors have got a really, really, you know, d- a deep squad in this one as well. The only players missing is Adam Pompey, Sean Johnson, Wade Egan, Torhu Harris, Jack Murchie, and Joshy Curran. But Brownie says that SJ, Egan, and Curran should be right to play All starters. Week. Yeah. So Rocco Berry is actually centre. I think you've got to really look at this guy. He's one of those guys that... Cormier late, he had a 38 average for his last four games. Super talented, his dad was an all-black. He's only 20 years old, coming over from rugby as well. But they named Ash Taylor at halfback, mate. Yeah, uh, again, I think surely, um, who was it? Uh, who's the other half, is it? CHT. Yeah, surely he gets a run before. He's at 17, and they've got Nick Arima at 6. It's like they just had to have someone out there. Yep. Yeah, Ash Taylor is not too bad. <laughs> I mean, you never know. He did need a new light, like... He was supposed to be the, the one at Broncos. Mate, he was a gun. And then uh, the other guy I'm looking forward to looking at is the young hooker, Taniela Odukolo, and then the centre, Viliami Vaela. So. Also, uh, Alicia Catal's minutes. See how he goes. Because yeah. I know he was in and out of the other team last year. See how he goes. Because, like you said, that sec- edge row is up for grabs. Yeah, I've got Adam Fanua Blake in my team at the moment. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him as player as well. Keeping on Saturday, North Sydney Queensland Cowboys versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs. This one's up at Cairns. This is at 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Sydney time, sorry. South Sprinkling, no, we're going to see Jackson Polo play in the centres. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Like, like you said, there's been a uh, – has it been a Zaya Tass or, or who else was it? Um, They've also had Milne. So the coach named oh, yep. Polo and Milne, so he's pretty much scrapped as a task. I think he's just come back from back surgery. So, so Polo, he's he pretty cheap, isn't he, as well? He could yeah, be very, 325. Team. It's not bad. Jeez, it's centres again. <laughs> Just give us another position, would you? <laughs> would you? Mm, big time. Now, Lachlan Ilias, he starts at seven. And then Damian Cook's back up. Peter Mamuzilus, he's really rated as well. So looking forward to seeing that as Blake Taft at fullback as well. Is it, uh, it Davy Moali as well? He's a up-and-coming mid as well. Yeah, I spoke to my mate about him the other day. So he's only young. I didn't realise how young he is. He's 18. Ooh, geez, that's hard to play in the mid when you're 18. Yeah, so he still reckons he might, depending on injuries, he might still, he's good enough, they reckon, to play 10 games. What he reckons was that Bennett doesn't debut 18-year-olds unless they're good enough. So Okay, so he'd be a bench player a couple of minutes. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be there round one, but Hamlet Sele, he might be there round one, and then we get to see how Vili play for the first time as well. He's up, he's in there at lock. So Interesting, actually, to see. I know this minutes might be not, but obviously his cook's not playing, but imagine... In trials, if you see Havili take minutes <laughs> off Cook, ooh, that's dangerous. With lack of depth in in the hooker department, I think that would pretty much just kill. I'm, I'll delete app. Oh, for sure. Like, imagine you pick Cook as well, and then yeah. round one. 
Maybe maybe it was. Maybe Randall will be the best hooker in the whole thing. <laughs> only guy play. Imagine he was the only guy that plays eighty minutes. That'd be Shut your lips, Randall, the best hooker. Come on. Now Cowboys, they're pretty much one of the teams that didn't take this trial too seriously, but they did drop back. Probably what I did notice was Ben Condon in the second row, and also Connolly Lumu Lumu. He's moved from the centres out to the second row. With Condon in there at second row, probably suggests that he's out of the running now. Yeah. Look, I, I had to get Google Google out for these names. I have no idea. There's probably one or two people that I may have heard of before. I had two notes. So Dejan Azzi, we know him. So yep. him running the team at seven, I think, is a bit of a standout, just to see what where he's at right now. Yep. And then the other one was a bit more pedigree, because I love my pedigree. And it's Riley Price. He'll start at lock. He's the son of Doggy's legend, Steve Price. Ah, okay. Yep. Again, uh, this is the... Uh, and Brent Tate's his uncle, too. So. Relative round. Yeah, Brent Tate is his uncle, too. So that's that's big oh, pretty. Wow. His mum's sisters. It'd be one to watch. Then. I guess yeah. if you've got to take one thing out of it, just watch that just one. Just watch person. pedigree. Like, this is what I'm <laughs> suggesting. If you don't have anything to watch, just watch the pedigree, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, relative round. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> now, 7 p.m. in Queensland, 8 p.m. in the East Coast, the rest of the world, East Coast. Titans versus Broncos, which would be pretty cool to watch. Now the Titans, you know, a lot of people gave it to us about the Toby Sexton call, but we finally get to see him play in the number seven shirt this week. Yeah, he'll play. Uh, it'll be nothing to sort of um, I think ride home about. Minutes or even if he does kill it, look at the team he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> Jaden Campbell as well. He's been named, so it'll be good to see him have a run. Yeah, and there's no AJ. Has he got a small injury or something? They're probably just holding him back for next week. You think you'd want to give him as much time in the six as think. possible? Yeah, right? you're probably right. But even yeah, if it's 20 minutes. Tanner Boyd starts at nine. The guy probably, uh, Tremaine Spry, like he was unseat, unsighted last year. Finished 2020 really, really strongly. So I don't think he played at all last year. But the other one, I mentioned this today. It's just, I don't know what this is, but Jojo Fafita, the cousin of David's playing. Tino's brother's got to start. And Payne Huff's brother's got to start. So, is that how they got him to, to stay at the know. Titans? Hey, guys, if you... If you come and sign for us, you well, the thing with Payne, get all like, your relatives, they can yeah, play for us. That's probably the, how they're going to attract Payne Huss over, just let him just start playing NRL. <laughs> it could just be absolutely rubbish. But the other guy, Paul Turner, he's a backup half from the Warriors. He'll be playing six on the weekend. Yeah, so. look, I know a few Warriors people had massive raps on him. So mm. if he can play and shine, it could be a good backup. But Kiwi Anthony Mundine, they refer to him at. But the Broncos are a lot more stronger. What I took from the Broncos team is they're very, very strong, but I'm feeling that Kev is going... No one's safe unless you name Stags, Reynolds, Haas, or Capewell. Or Walters. <laughs> yeah, or Billy. He's a shoe in. Well, what I'd say is, is if Walters has a very good defensive uh, game, it could be the six. Mm. Whether he was trying to have that, that sort of narrative of, oh, we're trying to pick a defensive stat, he's going, Billy, be defensive so I've, I can actually pick you. Yeah. But the, the good one for me, the interesting one is, a lot of people are praying this happens, that with the injury to, to Tessie, that Cobber gets a run at fullback. I reckon at some stage at some during stage the game, he, will, he, sh- he surely will. Especially with David Mead at fullback, he's very versatile. So yeah, yeah. he can switch into the wing quite easily. I like the centres, Tony Staggs and Lee. It's quite explosive, man. Yeah, Brenko Lee, I had massive reps on him a couple the last so he couple play of years. Last year, we just mate. never played. Like His last game before that was Origin. And he, and, he, <laughs> and his score is a 40 minimum sort of centre. Because you know, he actually put in a lot of work, but he just never had a game. He should have retired. Grand final, Origin. And then didn't play again. Well, hey, hey, good accolades though. <laughs> Just great final origin. Yeah. Kobe Heverington gets another crack at the 13 jersey. He wasn't that, <clears throat> excuse me, that great last week, but he gets another crap. Gamble on the bench, I reckon that means, seeing that he was on the bench last week, I reckon next week he'll get the first shot at six. Yeah, I'd say so. And uh, I think Kelly lining up at seven 
I think Kelly is a seven. I think that's he's a genuine backup. So. I think well, I think Kelly has to play out of his skin for Walter Notcham. I think it's going to be. I think round one you'll probably see Kelly Reynolds. Are you going to say Kelly Reynolds? I reckon you'll see Kelly Reynolds. Don't you think him playing seven this week means he's the backup for Reynolds? I just see videos of him and Kelly and Reynolds are mate. They they go together like chalk and cheese. They're always next to each other in videos. I, I, like, I think. Yeah. Well, he does have a little bit of X factor, Kelly. So yeah, it's an interesting spot. Yeah. I, I, th- I think actually who they pick, that will do a job. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think all, the three, three guys are good. Like you've got you got Gamble who is. Like defense, he's a defensive tough mm. nut. You got Kelly, who's actually got a bit of footy mindset towards him and can actually show glimpses of flair. And also, it was his first season back last year. From how many years off? It was like well, it felt like it was ten years off. He, he looked well, that yeah, old, but since he played for Cronulla, and then you've Gold got Coast. Walters, who's an ex hooker. Like he he played hooker at, at Tigers. So yeah. I think they've all they all will do the job because they, they don't need to do much. You've got Reynolds, who's a game manager. So all you need to do is a couple of run the ball to the line and yeah, draw true. defenders. So. Two of the young guns, Mariner and Man, they impressed last week. They get a spot on the extended bench. But apart from that, I think that's maybe covers um, them pretty well. If there's an injury to Ricky, the TC Rabati, he played well when he when he filled in that spot last year. So Pat Carrigan back on the interchange. So we'll see him again because he can come, come back from injury. CL, he? yeah. And then Reese Kennedy as well. Ryan James, he's on the bench. So the guys that are coming off the bench, they'll have a, a really strong second. Team James played all well. stars, so I suppose that's why he's coming off the bench. He, yeah, he could so. start. Oh no, you got Flegler. Haas, yeah, he won't start. Jordan Piero also on the bench. He had a smoking <laughs> game last I reckon, week. I reckon Mead will come off. Yep. Cobo will go to fullback. Piero come on in the wing, and you sort of see how that sort of shows. I think it's one of those things that I think... There's a narrative for you. Yeah, he's impressed <laughs> Kevy so much. He had to put him in number 22 just to say, mate, you know, this is still my team, mate. Settle down, my team, mate. No spots locked down, buddy. Yeah. All right, turning to Sunday, Andy, 4 p.m., Penrith versus the Sharkies. Sprinkling of, I think, the Sharks squad... Was the only squad that I saw, and I don't know if it's closer because it's closer to me, but you can kind of pick round one already from reading this team. Yeah, sorry, listeners, I actually took a glimpse at TJ's notes, and he's, he's got pedigree. Zach Seney on the bench, lol, and I've also got <laughs> Seney on the bench, lol. <laughs> it was it was cool. I like you. I hope, uh, we'll go, I hope he goes well. I hope, I hope he carves he, up. I hope he comes on and absolutely kills. I hope he carves up and makes it around one team. I hope he scores <laughs> five tries. No, nah, like you said, there's a, a bit of a mix this this Sharks game. So the Sharks team. So they've got a fair bit of. Um, I'm interested in seeing Trindle at six. Yeah, because he did play in All Stars and he played pretty well. And he ha- also had the hardest partner of Nico Hines. So whether that sort of flourishes and he plays over Moylan. So look to see if he kills it or if he actually has a, a like watch him. If you're going to be looking, if you're looking at who's going to play with Hines and Moylan or, or yeah. Trendle, watch uh, Trendle because he, if he plays well, he could get that starting spot. Yeah, pedigree in this one: K Dykes, the son of Adam Dykes, and then Kyle Iro, the son of Kevin Iro. So a couple of good young prospects to watch there. Andy, you mentioned uh, Braden Trindle. Thing is, I think Ueli Hunt at prop, Talakai and Walton in the second row. Between the five of them, I think they're going for about two, maybe three bench spots. Yep. So I think that'll be good to see. Saxini on the bench, lol. Jen- <laughs> a couple of good young prospects, Jensen and Jonah. So look for those two guys. Didn't get a lot of time because of the COVID break, So, but they're really, really highly yeah, rated. I've heard you talking about Jensen um, massively. You're getting massive reps. Yeah, and then Jaden Beryl. He'll be, uh, he's our new Queensland Cup Player of the Year signing. He's our backup hooker, so it'll be good to see him play as well. The reason why I think maybe... Something, uh, something must have happened to Metcalf because that's the only reason why I think that Is, maybe Trindle's playing. I've seen um, a few articles of whether they want him, but Warriors sort of want him. 
Uh, like, give us Adam Fanua Blake, we'll give you. Well, we'll I think that's about a straight swap for Reese Walsh. I'll be taking that, <laughs> be taking that any day of the week. <laughs> I'll take that for sure. All right, looking at the Penrith team now, our mate Lockjaw himself, Charlie Stain, starts at fullback, Andy. Don't get excited. <laughs> don't get excited. Uh, I shan't, even if he is, I, I just don't think he's that hard hitting fullback who takes the lineup. You know, imagine him catching the ball. Running twenty meters to the defensive line, and then again taking back thirty. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing; he'll just pass to his wingers. He don't even have to do it. Yeah, well, that's good. Then he's still still not he's not elusive. He's not um, a very good fan. <laughs> the other guy that surprises is Isaac Tago. He's mm. in a lot of squads, and it's funny that he's trialing. Maybe some other guys aren't available, but Talon May's not in this team. So true. Maybe they see him as the. Um, as a preferred option. Mm. And Robert Jennings, he'll very experienced guy. He moves into the centres. Pedigree, Maverick Gaia, the son of Mark Gaia. <laughs> can't wait to see. He's that a big be, boy too. Is he the same size? Yeah. Second rower. So he's going to be great. Old Parramatta player, James, uh, Jermaine Salmon. He's moving to the edge, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. He's always a big body. So yeah. I, don't actually hate, I don't hate that. Played New South Wales Cup a handful of games last year at centre. So maybe he's put a bit of weight on. Yeah, okay. Look, depending, because they did lose... Um, Capewell, so maybe they need someone uh, for the rotation. If Scott Sorrison goes out injured, they need some depth. Yeah, maybe. And then the other guys, Chris Smith, who signed over, and Jermaine Hopgood, who got a few sprinkling games at the end of last year, so it'd be good to see them. And a few potentials on the bench with uh, Matt Eisenhuth and also Blacker, Eddie Blacker. So Also Mitch Kenny at nine. Like yeah. you said, I think Kenny will probably eat into Appy's minutes. I think this will be a competitive trial. This will be a good one to watch. Only because it's shut. <laughs> oh, this next one actually. Next one's good. Four PM on Sunday might be a little bit rough for that Sharks game, but I'll be hopefully it's not too hot. But six PM will still be hot at Combank. Parramatta Eels, bit of a grudge match for you against the Dragons. Yeah, look, they're both named good sides. I th- yeah, I think so as well. I think um, I'm really, really keen on seeing this. Give me, you know, what, I'm going to sit this out for a touch. Give me your Parramatta best, mate. Oh, as in my best 13. No, just your analysis. Oh, I've just, I think I'm really keen to see the Simmonson Panasini combo. Yep. Uh, like, I, he's really young. Like, it just seems like he's got a switched on head. Let's just see how he goes with that combo. It's, it's, a, it's a new combo, but Panasini did, did actually shine last year. So let's see how he goes, if he can build that up. Um, also, want to see how Rankin goes because I don't think our depth in the halves isn't that good. Mate, on Panasini, are we jumping the gun that maybe Tom Upperchick isn't? Do you think, because remember how good Tom Opechik played until unfortunately his brother passed away, and then the back end of the season, there's no doubt it affected him, especially going into the bubble and being like away from his family and stuff, you know? I think a few reports just talk about him just killing it and like really sort of coming to his own in that position. So mm-hmm. I understand. I know Tom did play that well. He's a, he done, done the job really good. And the only, the like I said, he only the missed out... Well, they're talking about him nearly playing Origin the first half of the season, mate. It's a tough one. It is tough because... Like, do you reckon this is a bit of a shoot-off? going, well... Because Walker Blake will obviously be one of the centres, right? Yeah, so. that's true. Walker, Walker is there and he's a, he gets paid a bit, so he should be yeah. a cracking um, centre option. But it could be. This could be the, the trial, uh, the Opechik. And maybe we, all, we are all jumping the gun because Opechik's... We struggle in defence at times and he's... Bloody good defender, so yeah. maybe that could be it. Mate, Nua Kore, he's suspended to start the season, and then Sean Lane, interesting edge combination. How many games is he out? I think two, I think. Yeah, okay. He's signed away for the Warriors as well. Big deal, 500 grand, I think, or something he got, so. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Sad to see him go, because he was sort of coming to his own as well. Yeah, do you know how much about Sean Russell? Because I've, I've heard a couple of raps about him. Yeah, when you come for that hat-trick, your first, day, first game back against the Tigers, um, I still I think it'd be a good little winger uh, battle there. That's why I don't think it's... Mm. 
quite locked up for Simmonson. So was it Simmonson, Sean Russell, but then also you've got to worry about mid-season with Maker Sive coming back. So I can also notice, you know, Hayes Dunster, like when he scores, he actually scores quite well in fantasy. Like can he rack up the enough tries to be relevant? I think so. Look, really, the he could be because he's locked up the wing on that on that left edge. Yeah, so I think he's locked that up. So we all go left. Left is left side, strong side. So maybe he has got it locked up. He could be the paramount top try scorer. Yeah, I think so. Maybe with a big bit of bigger body as well. He's, he's only young, and he's so. got skill. Like he played finals. Like he come after Blake Ferguson left, and they Did sort he of debut in the finals. No, nah, that was Penasini, I think. I think he might have. I reckon he might have debuted in the finals two years ago against Souths or someone. Either way, if he comes back, if he if he look, he could be top try scorer for Parramatta. He's got the flair, and he's only going to get better. Yeah, I don't mind him. Okay, going to Dragons team now, Andy. Interesting to see Cody Ramsey gets first shot, but I'm feeling that 100%. maybe they swap around in this game, and the next week they do the same thing. I think so. And look. Everyone's talking about that was the battle to look at, and we've all seen it here. Ramsey will start, Sloan will go in. But it's not a bad strategy in overall anyway. Off. Like, it gives you options during a game, like, yeah, but who, it's flowing. Who's going to be your 14? That's the problem. You'll put Sloan as a 14? No, I mean, like, those two actually swapping. So, just say whoever starts at fullback, like, actually interchanging between it. Like, I remember back in the day when Val wasn't ready to play fullback, him and Michael Gordon used to do it quite a bit. Oh, so. okay, so for fitness-wise... Not even fitness-wise, it's just kind of changing it up, giving another look to the opposition. So you'd think Ramsey's probably the better defender and then Sloan's probably the better attacker. So, Well, did they, they did that um, with McInnes when he was hooker. I think they always used to rotate. Yeah, they're definitely interchangeability is, I think, a huge thing. But Junior Amon, Talatau, Amon, sorry, he's going out this year. He starts at 5-8, which is handy. Well, everyone's sort of, we're back to Ramsey. Everyone's sort of hoping that Ramsey gets a spot because they get a, a cheap winger fullback. You reckon if he cracks it, would you put him in the team? Not really. I think last year he had a couple of games there and didn't really score that well either. I think, well, then Tyrell Sloan's a little bit too expensive. So maybe it's one of opportunities. Maybe Sloan does start on the wing. That price drops dramatically and then he gets a crack at fullback, right? Yeah, it so. could be a chance. All right, so we've got a debut for Francis Molo and then also Moses Sully in red and white colours. So looking at that and then good to see George Burgess back. He's been through the wars, so... Any guy that's you know done what he's done and comes back from that serious injury, it's always good to see that. The Fiago brothers as well, man, highly rated, so going to be checking them out for sure, man. And Tautai Moga at centre. He was gun centre back in the day. Big time. Just like injuries galore, man. He, he could crack a centre spot because like, he's, he's only got the Fiago tw- uh, twins to compete with. Yeah. Starts so. on the wing this week, but yeah, like you said, he can play both. So Also, Josh Kerr at lock. Is that a, is that a sort of look in? Because who was well, that? He was the edge going to play. Well, um, Jack Bird, Oh, yeah, yeah, true. So he'll still, be, he'll be in the mix. Like, you've got to have Josh Kerr in the mix. I suppose Jack Bear's not playing 80. Yep. And the same things. Kerr can play in the front row as well. He can also play on the edge. Like, he'll be in the team somewhere. Watch the Dragons will win this game against the Trials and all the all my mates. We, we ran. It's the first win they've had in years. Last game, Andy. Newcastle versus the Bulldogs. That's up in McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. It's a 7 p.m. kickoff. Now, Knights haven't named their team, but Calum Ponga was on an article today, an interview saying that he's probably playing. So I think they're going to go pretty strong because the, the Bulldogs, the only guys missing are the is Addo Carr, Naden, who, who gives a hell of that, <laughs> and then Burton. So. Well, that, that, that game is interesting just 
purely for the dog side. There's so many new players. It'd be interesting who who matches up where. Heatherington on the edge, which is a bit of an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, I saw because this one here that I've got written down is just in alphabetical order, but the, I saw because I don't know what the NRL.com is doing. Like They give you flashes during the day where they're actually lined up 1 to 17 properly. And then just. And the biggest thing out of that up. was that Avrilo was starting at halfback and Flanagan was deep on the bench. So. Ooh. With Wakeham, he was his partner. But like you said, mate, we talked about this a few times. The Madman. This is a chance of happening, and I would love Sportsbet to do something about this. Jack Everington and TPJ to be suspended in the, first, <laughs> the same game. The same game, mate. You'd really need to have a, a, like a really light bench to cover them to have no subs because surely, surely it's going to happen. Right. At, at some point, it's going to happen for sure. Mate, maybe they're trying to think. Maybe if he's out of the edge, he's not hunting people's heads. He's he's tackling uh, less. Like, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know what the thought process is. But <laughs> Did you see, like I don't know. Maybe it was just a one-off effort. But he had a one-off effort. You know how they measure the speed, the NRL dot com thing. Yeah, it was. He was like the third fastest player in the NRL, quicker than Moses or something. <laughs> yeah, no, he was quicker than Turbo. What? <laughs> Imagine, imagine seeing Jack Hetherington hunting down the line. I'm picking him in the burner team for sure. <laughs> He's going in. Well, your burner team's going to suspend it. Not going to have enough players. Yeah, other guys to look for. Rookie Paul Alamoti. Now, this guy, I saw a bit of highlights. I know it was only SG ball highlights, but holy Jesus. 18-year-old centre. He's good, man. And then the guy I've wrapped a little bit in the preseason, Chris Patola. He's a local junior, 20-year-old. He can play between the edge and the middle, so look out for him. Backup hookers, Bailey Biondi Odo and also Josh Cook there, any? Yeah, well, Josh Cook was the one we sort of keen to see as well. Mm. Um, again, I don't think JMK played 80 minutes. Interesting one. Maxi King, he's back from his Achilles. Aaron Shoup, he's back from off-season surgery. And the return of the barbecue king himself, Paul. Surely Paul Vaughan starts in front row. He's starting in he front row. Is a, like, he's first-grade footballer. The pack's pretty good, mate. Like, when you think Luke Thompson and him will start, Josh Jackson in the middle with him, and then you've got the two firebrands on the Jeez, edges. That's actually pretty solid. That's, it's obviously inexperienced playing together. Um, oh, I it's going to take a while. To I may together. be biased, but I think Parramatta's probably got the best forward pack, um, or one of the best, top three anyways. It would be the best, yeah. Now with Penrith losing Cape Ball, they've probably gone down a touch. Storm's Storm, okay. Storm, they've probably aged a little bit. Yeah. Sharks are quite good this year with McInnes and Finucane in there. Long you've got Hasby, so you've got Flagler or Carrigan. Mate, I've always said this, Parramatta like player for player. Like if you, because most of their players are 7 out of 10. If you put 7 times 17, that will equal more than anyone else, but they don't have any player above 7. That's the issue. Yeah, true. Look, <laughs> I've got them. Thirteen dollars for to win the comp. I'm, every oh. every week, I'm just gonna put fifty bucks of my wage onto it, uh, <laughs> and then I'll be basically funding the pod next wow. year. <laughs> there goes your house money. <laughs> All right, Andy. Let's have a look. What in terms of we've gone through the teams now? Let's talk a little bit of kind of what we look for when we're watching these trials. So I think the first one we've gone through the teams now. We've identified the players. But realistically, I think we're we're kind of looking for trends now on the field, right? Yeah. So like like the one you brought up earlier was. Last year, the swap between Matto and Matto and uh, was it Sean Lane's or mm. Sean Lane? Yeah, so Play that swap. was a massive swap because yeah. they literally changed halves and affected Matto straight away. Yeah, exactly. And also, I think Moses actually swapped Moses and Brown swapped in the trials yeah. as well, so it actually showed where they were going to play in first first grade. So that's a big one to look at. Uh, other ones, uh, like you said, up, upcoming players like the who Panthers need a centre spot. You've got Isaac Targo, who's who could just slot straight in. So mm. see how he actually plays defensively and attacking wise. Yep. 
Um, yeah, the rookies, are, the rookies are massive, but I like that kind of the trends with the positions because guys like even like Nico Hines, he played on the left at All-Stars. The Sharks will be playing on the right, especially if he's played with Moylan. So these are little things you're trying to point out. That you wouldn't normally pick up, I yeah, suppose. Because there's going to be – if you're playing with better players, like there's chances that you're going to put players on. Like if you go to the Sharks' right side and you look at the who's going to be there, Nakora and Ramian, you think about yeah, a ball player. X-Factors. Yeah. That's the, that's the kind of side that I would be wanting to go they're, on. They're so. the side that we, you know, those those players are sort of drawing defenders. So you don't you sort of you don't run into as much, or you can actually create more holes because the holes are there. Yeah, and the other ones I kind of pointed out was like trends on the field, especially for new players. And the two that probably kind of point out for me is probably Matt Burden and Nico Hines when they do play next week. Yep. When you think about, you know, they've they've gone into a new setup, new club, new coach, but then who's going to be their house partner? How that's going to affect their touches? Their kicks, are they going to goal kick? So we're looking at all these things. Even in these first trials, you know, not you know, put down who's goal kicking because it might not be round one, but somewhere in the season they might be kicking. Like, and then you're going to be the one you know, remember it back to the trials, and you go, well, this cheapy actually can goal kick, and then they don't have a goal kicker. Guess it comes in. I think you, the biggest one you put down there was the new players in, in new teams, good new players, so good old players in their old team coming to a fresh squad. Where you have got no sort of um, data on them playing with themselves, not playing with themselves. Oh, wow. <laughs> what are you thinking about? How good is this? <laughs> no, <laughs> so that, that'd be interesting. Like I said, Nico Hines, your Matt Burton. Uh, who are some other ones? So even Adam Reynolds. I don't think he would change that much because he's a bit of a game controller, anyways. Yeah. And he's named captain, so they expect big things. Um, but yeah, those are your sort of plays you're keen for. Yeah, cool. All right, we'll wrap it up there. We've got a meeting about now. Let's just do a little bit of homework before we. St- and talking League Cup, remember that's out now, so just have a look at the league code. That is in the show notes. As I did mention, we have a beautiful fantasy ring, which is courtesy of the Supercoach Champion. So just head over to www.supercoachchampion.com and we'll have all the details. Like I mentioned before, Spotify, if you can jump on there, leave us a review. literally takes two seconds. Just go to our page and you're in. All right, team, on the weekend, I should have an interview with Justin Morgan. I'm catching up with him on Friday, the Warriors assistant coach. But we're also going to be, because we've got our actual draft on the weekend, you. we'll be recording a how-to drafts, and we'll release that on Monday, because I know everyone's got their drafts coming up, so I'm very excited about that, Andy. Oh, I love how professional our draft is as well. Full <laughs> formal AGM. I can't wait. It's good fun. We'll reveal all on the, on the, on the Monday drop. Andy, thank you, and enjoy the trials, man. All good. Cheers. Take care. See you, all listeners. Right. Catch up.